Hello and welcome to Type 2 Take 2 Podcast. I'm Danielle Vallette, your Certified Ketogenic Integrative Health Practitioner, and this show is an extension of my coaching practice, Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness. Here, we discuss blood sugar dysregulation, hormones, and inflammation based off of research, clinical practice, and not-so-common sense. We use food, lifestyle, labs, and faith to get to the reason of why your body is going so crazy and then pull it out from the root. You'll not only learn why your body is doing what it's doing, but you'll also learn how to support it and heal it yourself. Welcome to the show. Kick back, relax, and join the ride. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast. I'm Danielle, your integrative health practitioner who loves to eat keto when she feels like it. So today we are going to discuss our blood sugar, how to handle our blood sugar even though we're eating the right things and why is it going wonky when we're doing our best. Stay tuned. Did you know that type 2 diabetes is not just a food problem, that it also has many other situations that can cause it to come to life and be a bummer in your in your everyday living? Did you know that food is not the only reason that you can get type 2 diabetes? Hmm. All right, now for some chit-chat, my health visionary, some chit-chat. It is cold, (laughs) and electricity and gas prices are so high. And I'm talking gas, as in the gas that you use in the home. I haven't once turned on my heater since, um, oh my goodness, it's got to be before September. Um, I've not turned on the heater whatsoever because prices are so high. Someone shared their their bill with me they just showed me and for a, a shower i believe it was and for a shower or something it was like nine nine euro for a shower that they took i mean that's a shower it's not like a long shower because they're very cautious and conscientious of the water that they of they that they utilize so it wasn't even about the heat it was about the water but nine euro Nine euro for a shower. Mm-mm, no, two two hours with the heater on. I believe she t- she showed it to me. It was seventy euro, seventy euro for two hours, guys. I mean, man. So, like I said, it's cold in here. I've got my jacket on, my warm fuzzy jacket, and <laughs> and I'm just thankful. And we have plenty of blankets to make this work. And unless it gets so cold that it starts snowing and uh, on the inside of the house, then I don't suppose that I will be actually using the heater. (laughs) I just don't think I'm going to do it. I don't think so. (laughs) There's the chit chat. The update will be that there will be is that there is a 
sweet and delicious, oh, silky, um, cauliflower soup recipe. And don't, hey, 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 hey. Cauliflower soup, ew. No, you don't understand. This thing is the bomb, okay? So, cauliflower soup recipe in my linked tree. And that you can find in the description in the description or the show notes down below. Or you can go to L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Envision Health. And then you'll be able to see it there. You see, I give you two ways. I'll say it again, just a little bit slower. L-I-N, like Nancy K, like kangaroo, T-R dot E-E forward slash Envision Health. guys so it's nearly time for halloween and with that comes those pitfalls pitfalls of candy covered grocery shelves and sugary temptations like apple cider donuts and pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin spice shelves and pumpkin spice everything and pumpkin spice candy corn is there i don't know i don't know i'm just saying that but still Even though you do your best to not eat those things, to not, guess what? You're probably going to indulge a little because who doesn't like a little Snickers or Twix? I cannot say that I don't. I mean, honestly, put some paper notes in, in front of my face and I'm kind of like a cookie monster. And that's a Dutch treat, guys. You have to try <laughs> This is your, 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 your coach saying you have to try that. Well, in any case, Equal Life is offering a free bottle of gluten and dairy support on all orders of over $149. So that means you keep you get to keep being healthy with a balanced diet, but when you get that little treat in, you have something to back you up, something that's gonna help you break those enzymes down so that way you don't wind up with bloating and an upset stomach and all those other things, indigestion, loose stool, <clears throat> gassiness. Huh. That's because your body may be lacking a specific type or amount of specific digestive enzymes needed to break down harder to digest foods like gluten and dairy. And if you're like me, you're going to eat the gluten and you're going to eat the dairy, even though you know it's not good for you. You're going to do it because why? Good, better, best, right? And you're going to say, well, I'm going to choose today to suffer for tomorrow. And that's a, ch- that's a choice you get to make. And isn't that awesome? You get to make choices. Well, this other choice you get to make is by purchasing over $149 on the Equa.life website. The link will be down below in my linked tree. You can get these enzymes that will help you break the that break those down. The digestive enzymes is called glary, it's called gluten and dairy support. So it's not just for gluten, it's not for just for dairy. But in any case, this will help you to break it down. So instead of being miserable, I mean, you're already going to be miserable enough with the inflammation. You might as well not be miserable with the gassiness and the things that come with it. So if uh, if you're enjoying this, then you're going to enjoy even more knowing that you have a little bit of help along the way. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of help. And there's nothing wrong with a little bit here and there. We're just trying not to fill up your back, right? Your basket, your your bodily basket of goods. We don't want to fill it up with those things. Once in a while, okay. 
good, better, best, right? Well, again, look at my link tree so that way you can check it out. It is coming straight from Equa.Live and it is the gluten and dairy support. But it's not just for gluten or dairy. Okay, setbacks. My setback for this week, and it is just the middle of the week, but nonetheless, my setback for this week, or I should say last week, is that I have not been getting my steps in, uh, not daily. Now, there was a day I got 22,000 steps in, but that was in one day. <laughs> yeah, that's another story for another time. And now for some motivation and encouragement. I want to encourage you to not allow the negative or the bad things that happened in your life to steal the joy of today. There are plenty of times when things are going to not show up the way you want them to show up or people won't show up the way you want them to show up, but things most definitely won't show up the way you want things to show up, such as if you drop your phone while you're doing a podcast. Um, I want you to stop and take a moment. You've only got so much time. And so while you're enjoying the time, there is so many times and, and instances where the positive things can be overshadowed by those clouds of disappointment or, um, or yeah, just disappointment or, or unpleasantness. But I want you to instead take a moment to enjoy those, enjoy your time, enjoy your, enjoy your life and to not let those negative or dark things to overshadow those beautiful things that are also here. Why am I saying this? My birthday is next month. I was considering not celebrating just because it will be the first birthday um, without Renee in seven years. And that for me is quite difficult. However, I was talking to my mother who also, my, 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 my mother who also lost her husband. But I was talking to someone else who also lost her husband this month, or rather I should say this year. And she's also next month going to be uh, enjoying a birthday. And instead of her disregarding or discounting her birthday, she said she's going to take that time to celebrate it, to enjoy it. And she's looking forward to it. And that for me was such a positive, um, refreshing thought. Not that I wanted to stay in a mood of disappointment or sadness, but that it just didn't seem, it seemed strange to want to be able to celebrate uh, my birthday or even take joy in my birthday. Hey, I'm alive. Another full year I will have, I will be alive. And so I want to motivate you. I want to encourage you just like I'm going to motivate and encourage myself to take joy in those things that bring you joy. Don't let your joy be overshadowed by darkness, by dark clouds, by rain, Rain is a positive thing, by the way, but if there's too much of it, of course, then there's a problem. But what I'm saying is 
don't let dark shadows, negative instances or situations steal your joy. That's motivation and encouragement. Hopefully I take it too. Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness is a private online wellness practice where Danielle Vallette coaches women from all around the world in weight loss, chronic disease health restoration, biblical positive mindset, and nutritional supplements. To be a part of her amazing whole body wellness program, click the link below to receive a free 30-minute discovery call. Don't let tomorrow be too late. Okay guys, so what we're gonna do is we are gonna look at why if you're eating so well, healthfully, healthily, that your sugar is still high. Why is it still high if you're eating so healthy? Because that's something that comes up a lot, especially with the people that I work with. They're working, they're doing their best to get their blood sugar under control because it needs to be under control. Your blood sugar needs to be in balance, folks. If you didn't know it, now you know. Um, but if you don't, if you don't know, if you didn't, you can always listen back to a lot of the previous podcast episodes where I talk about how your blood sugar needs to be in balance. But just to give a short, um, just to give some short information on it, when your blood sugar is out of balance, then it affects your hormones, and be- because it affects your hormones, then you cannot. You're you're going to be living in a survival state. When you're in a survival state, that means nothing that you are supposed to be having functionally as a normal person, as just a a person that's living, roaming on this earth, you know, alone or with someone else, you know, it's, it's affected. You are not able to perhaps menstruate. You're not, uh, perhaps not able to, um, have a, a, a positive sex drive. Um, you cannot please your husband or wife. Um, there are so many, there are so many different areas that it can be affect. It can affect, it affects your mood, your blood sugar affects your mood. It affects how you react to other people, you know, which would still be connected to mood, but maybe it affects if you are quote unquote hangry or not. It affects whether or not you can get out of bed properly which is connected to cortisol, but that's a completely different topic right now. So your blood sugar is important and it needs to be regulated for the health of the whole body because without the blood sugar being regulated, nothing else matters. That's all there is to it. I know other people may tell you otherwise, but if your blood sugar is not controlled, then nothing else matters. Um, And that's coming from your, your keto integrative health practitioner. Okay. Your type two diabetes reversed after eight years keto coach, integrative health practitioner, throw all, throw them all in there, throw whatever you want on there and make it, make it spicy. You know what I'm saying? Make it valid for you, whatever it takes. But this is the truth without your blood sugar being regulated. It doesn't matter what happens because everything else is going to go out of control. The blood sugar needs to be regulated. There are some things that need to be done in conjunction, but still, if the blood sugar is not regulated, nothing else matters. Okay. All right, so now that we have that premise out of the way, we want to look at what is actually what is actually affecting your blood sugar. What is actually making it go high? You're doing everything you're supposed to be doing, right? You're eating healthy, 
But let's talk about eating healthy for a second, because that could be a reason. <laughs> that could be a reason. Don't let food be your downfall. I mean, let's look at this. Check the ingredients. Will the ingredients cause inflammation? And you're probably saying, well, what does inflammation have to do with my blood sugar? Well, as you may remember, when, you're, when your body is inflamed, your, your cortisol jumps in. When your cortisol jumps in, which is your stress hormone, the blood sugar jumps in to soothe the spike in cortisol. And why does that matter if the inflammation is what it is? Well, let me just read you a small excerpt out of the inflammation spectrum written by Dr. Will Cole. Okay, he's also the best-selling author of Ketotarian. Um, he's a functional medicine doctor, and let me just uh, let me just go ahead and go over this with you for a second. First of all, as you should know, but even if you don't, that's okay because we're coming to this place at base zero, right? So let's talk about it. Inflammation is your body's natural defense response. In its most acute form, inflammation is the redness, swelling, and pain you get at the site of an injury, such as a scrape, a cut, or a sprained ankle. Inflammation is a product of the immune system. So it's not like, and now it's me talking, you know, um, it's not like inflammation is this bad guy. We talked about this before, just like cortisol is not the bad guy, inflammation is not the bad guy. So going back to the book, in an inflammatory response, the immune system causes a rush of pro-inflammatory cells to the injury site to keep out bacteria, viruses, and subsequent infection. This is how your body heals. We would all be goners without a healthy, balanced inflammatory response. Okay, so that I'm, I'm ending the quote there. Um, so you're probably still saying, well, what does inflammation have to do with anything? Well, let's go on. Um, back to the book. The problem starts when inflammation gets out of control or out of proportion to the problem. Doesn't go away after the injury is healed or the invader is conquered or when the body activates it mistakenly in response to something that is not actually an invader. When any of these things happen, inflammation becomes its own problem and can trigger many kinds of symptoms in different areas of the body, depending on the cause and the site of the inflammation. When inflammation doesn't subside appropriately, continuing for long periods of time at a low level, this is called chronic inflammation. In this state, the immune system can become oversensitive and overreactive, releasing inflammatory cytokines constantly, spreading inflammation system-wide. So in short, when it comes to a healthy inflammation response, it's all about the Goldilocks principle. You don't want too little inflammation, but you don't want too much either. You want your inflammation to be just right, occurring when necessary, in an amount appropriate for the problem, and then going away when the job is done. End a citation. End, an, end reading the book from there. So again, inflammation is a great thing. It's what your body is what your body has ordered for the day for this situation. However, if your inflammation goes if it gets off track, like it was just saying, then it can cause a whole lot of other problems. If your body is has too much inflammation within it, then you're going to be dealing with a whole lot of subsequent situations that you really don't want to have to be dealing with. You have enough going on. So this sounds, this my explanation sounds pretty dumbed down after reading his, but I, hopefully you, if you heard what he said, and you can always find this book on Amazon, I'm sure. 
I'm not, I'll, I'll put a link down below if you want to, because I think it's worth reading. I have a lot of books worth reading, and I think this is definitely one of them. But again, what we're saying is don't let food be your downfall. Check the quote unquote healthy ingredients. Will those ingredients cause inflammation? Because you're eating healthy, right? So if you're eating healthy and you're getting inflammation anyway, then it doesn't matter how healthy that food is for one person. It's not good for you right now. Don't forget the right now part or the not yet. We need to remember the not yet. We get a lot of, we get really bogged down with, um, and this is a tangent because I was one of those. So let me just say it right now so I can move on. It doesn't stick in my brain. We get really bogged down with, okay, this is bad and it's bad forever, but not necessarily. Your body sometimes needs a break from things and then you can slowly reintroduce them. And that's what we do with the whole body wellness program. We help you to reintroduce things after we take them away for a while so that your way your body can have an opportunity to... <sighs> and to breathe and to mend and heal and to restore itself from the, the attack that it was under. And so that's very important. So checking the healthy ingredients, will they cause inflammation? So again, I, some people would call corn healthy. Now that's, that's a, that's a big, I would, I would just say you're lying straight out because if you look at corn, it's most corn. Let me say this. Most corn is genetically modified. It's a genetically modified organism, which means it's been it's been screwed around with in the lab, and it has anti um, anti pest has pesticides built in, so that way no 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 bugs can uh, destroy the crop. And then what you're left with is the super you you're left with a super bug that can indeed eat it. But worse, the worst thing about it is this. Because it's built in with the, the pesticides are built in, glyphosate, then it's destroying your body because glyphosate has been shown to cause cancer. This is not lies. This is not, this is, this has come out now. You guys can check it out yourself. Google it. Um, the, the, the negatives of glyphosate. Um, it's really big now. I mean, here in the Netherlands, they've removed glyphosate from, from farms and spraying, um, since like, I think a year ago and the United States has finally come around as of uh, this year to do the same. Thankfully, thankfully. Now, at least they announced that this is what's going to happen. I believe it's as of 2023 that it will actually go into effect. But in the meantime, all of this glyphosate is still within the, within the, the foods. So you can get all these wonderful, delicious, beautifully healthy foods, but one, if it's not organic, We'll just say organic so that way that, that clears away the idea of glyphosate, right? So if it's not organic, um, then you are still missing out. But then say, hey, you went to the organic. Okay, you got the organic, but you are, and you eat it, and you still feel a certain kind of way. You, you, you're having digestive problems. Your brain is foggy. You know, these things you're having, you're having gut distress. Maybe you find that your emotions are out of, you know, are out of whack, whatever the case may be. That's what you're looking at. And that's not okay. That's not okay at all. So you're dealing with infl inflammatory issues because you're eating a food. Now it could be just a, a gentle, not gentle. Is inflammation ever gentle over? Let's call it over inflammation. Is over inflammation ever gentle? Because in this case, it's it's too much, right? 
and you your body wants to be uh, in, in balanced. It wants to be level, it, and there, it has its own numbers of what's level and what isn't. You know, so you could take tests and figure that out for yourself. But there is a point where your body wants to be, and you would have to. You, you know when you feel your best and sometimes it's not eating the corn, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's not eating the bell pepper. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not eating the broccoli right now or, or the cauliflower right now, whatever is causing you inflammation, causing you distress is going to cause inflammation because that's what it does. But okay. So those are the healthy foods, but okay. That's not fair. Right. Right. I was listening to a podcast episode by Stephen Cabral on the Cabral concept. I listened to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on Google Play or Apple or wherever else you can listen to your podcast on, wherever else you're listening. That's awesome. I'm on five different platforms and I I still don't know them all. But what I was listening to, it was issued out this week and it was about the 10 most inflammatory foods. Uh, I think that is beneficial do i want to say 10 most uh, inflammatory or was it anti-inflammatory oh my word if it's anti-inflammatory i won't link it but if it's infl- if it's inflammatory then i certainly will for your benefit so that way you can see um because i'm not going to reinvent the wheel he already did it um but some foods that are high in inflammation can cause you even even though we are oh we are all bio individual we all have our own bio individual bodies and that's awesome because when we do some certain things work for us where other things may not and that's okay for others but when the inflammation gets so hard on your body that there are certain foods that are known for inflammation. It's been tested. Um, all of the things has been tested. And so you figure out what is, what bothers and what bothers the body and so on and so forth. Um, it makes a difference. Um, and I'm looking and you can find this episode. I'm a link it. It's the most inflammatory foods. Um, and that is episode 2,447 of the Cabral concept. But again, I'll link it for you all. And it's, it's pretty awesome because it goes over the list. And then it also talks about why fasting helps. But we're talking about inflammation because inflammation causes your blood sugar to spike. That was the whole point. You're probably saying like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> why, why do we keep talking about this? What, do, why, why are you say, what are you saying, Danielle? Why are you spending so long on inflammation? Because inflammation can cause your blood sugar to go high because your body goes into a stressed state. But that's that's top, that's number two. So we talked about the healthy foods and not letting them be your downfall, but we did talk about healthy foods. But what about the foods that we think are healthy, right? So there may be a lot of foods in our, in our um, healthy food ingredient list that seem like they're healthy, but they aren't. So when they seem like they're healthy, just because somebody said that they were healthy, you know, that can make a difference as well. And is that fair to you that you, um, that they are portraying such 
lies, the liars, <laughs> liar. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not okay. But you, then you would have to figure out what, what it is. But I can give you a few things such as um, things that are off the radar of, of healthy um, would be sugary sodas, processed meats, refined processed oils, and flour, white flour, wheat flour. Those are some. Now, again, I'm looking at the Cabral website, stephencabral.com forward slash podcast forward slash 2447, because I heard it there and I was just like, oh my goodness, awesome. Thank you so much for doing the work for me. Um, if you ever want to learn more about how to become an integrative health practitioner, Stephen Cabral is the one who uh, created uh, and founded the Integrative Health Practitioner Institute. He is a doctor of naturopathy. So um, I trust I trust what he's saying because it hasn't been wrong yet. <laughs> in, either, in, in any case, we're talking about what about the ingredients that are not so? You, you may find that in this healthy food, that in actuality it's not. Like I purchased a keto bar the other day. It said certified keto. And I say the other day, but it was like, honestly, um, it had to be like a month or two ago. <laughs> but it was still the other day. It's not today, right? So I purchased a keto bar the other day. And I was, I ate it up because I was hungry. I wanted something quick. I should have just grabbed a meat snack or something. It would have been better if I had a Slim Jim. Why? <laughs> because the ingredients in this quote unquote keto, um, uh, keto bar were actually... Um, they looked good at the very beginning. You know, I trusted the I trusted the the brand at uh, because I I bought from them before, and so I didn't look at the ingredient list. But after I ate about two of those, because like I said, I was hungry and I was in a hurry. After I ate two of those, I found myself just perusing the back of the package, and the ingredient list was appalling. And I don't remember it, but I remember I was shocked and I was so disappointed. You know, because I wanted to promote this bar. But, you know, that's another reason why I always say make things yourself, do it yourself. But what if you don't have time to do it yourself? Then what? Then you have to do the good, better, best. But we're talking about healthy food and quote unquote healthy foods and their ingredients. So in this case, you're trying to do better, right? You're trying to do better and best. So you're going to have to look at the ingredients on the back of the labels. You're going to have to, you're really going on the labels. You're really going to have to pay attention. If you are wanting to avoid your blood sugar spiking due to inflammation, then this is what you're going to need to do. And if you train yourself to do it after a while, it's not hard. It's just going to be automatic. You're just going to pick up the container. You're going to rotate it automatically and look at the back, whatever it is. If it's a box, if it's a bag, if it's a can, if it's a jar, you're going to do it because you've already learned that this is what you need to do to ensure that you are protecting your blood sugar levels. You are protecting your pancreas. Why are you protecting your pancreas? Because your pancreas, every time that your blood sugar goes high, the pancreas has to, it has to release the hormone insulin. And the hormone insulin has to be released more often than it should or more than it should, more than what is normally for your body health, healthful, then it's going to continuously doing that. And you're going to find yourself in a place where you're going to become insulin resistant. And then the blood sugar is going to continue to go higher. So that's what we're talking about right now. So we want to pay attention to the ingredients. We want to look at the quote unquote healthy foods. And if it has an ingredient, if it has an ingredient list, because look, I'm, I'm going to be real with you guys. 
good, better, best, right? You don't always you don't always have energy, time, or money for best, but and maybe you don't even have money for good or for better rather. And maybe you could only do good. And even the good looks like it's healthy. You still need to look at the back of the label. You still need to look at the back of the can, the back of the jar, the back of the box, the back of the, the back of the bo- uh, the bag, whatever it is. Look at the ingredients and find out. Because I'm, I'm saying this because some of you are going to be saying, "Well, you shouldn't be anything that has no, you shouldn't be eating anything that doesn't ha- that has an ingredients list. You sh- it should just be this or just be that." But look, I live in real. I live in the real world, and I know that most of you do too. And if you don't, well, congratulations. And I understand, though I I advocate for you to eat best i know that sometimes you have to eat better and sometimes you have to eat good depending on especially now with inflation that's why i'm saying this it's not so i'm not saying this to be convicting i'm not saying it to 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 lord over you because i'm in the same situation we all are we're all in this we're all in it together okay so we have to pay attention to these things and then let's be realistic we can always strive for better and best but if all you have is good Look at the good, look at the back of the box, the bag, the jar, the can, and look at the ingredients list. If you don't recognize it, I know some of the things they like, they give all these chemical sounding names and sometimes it just means celery salt. And you're just like, what? I don't know what to do. Well, if you're not sure, I always learn when in doubt, don't. Okay? So next reason. Okay, another reason that your blood sugar can be high, even though you're eating healthfully, you're doing the right things, you're exercising, <sighs> you're doing everything that you can and it's still not working. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Maybe you're stressed out. Have you considered that? I'm not stressed out. This is the way I roll. I, I know how to handle things. Water just goes right off my back like a deck. I am smooth like Skippy. But what if you're not? What if really, <laughs> what if really you're not? Let's talk about it because there are there are certain types of stress that you could be dealing with. You could be dealing with external stress. You could be dealing dealing with internal stress. You could be dealing with chemical stress. Oh my word, y'all. Oh my word. So firstly, let's talk about external stress. That could include family, friends, work. I have some clients myself who are less affected by food than they are by their stress levels, meaning they, they're doing everything right and sometimes wrong, okay? And because we, I, I say no food guilt. I always say to them, no food guilt. If you're going to eat the thing, you're going to eat the thing. Just know the consequences. As long as you know the consequences, then you can decide whether or not you're going to do it and then decide how you're going to feel. That's why I say I don't have time to be browbeating people and they know this and and they, I don't have the energy for it because it's just, it's just ridiculous. It just leads to uh, eating disorders and such to be constantly being browbeaten. Be- brow and yes, we do want to strive for a higher level of, of discipline. But the, the fact remains that if you're going to eat the thing anyway, then the guilt that you're going to carry with you by eating it, knowing that you're not doing good by me, Danielle, your coach, (laughs) please, please. I know I'm working hard for you, but if you're working hard for you and if you're not, then that's your business. However, all I ask is that you always do as well as you can make every day better than the day before. And then even if you can't do that, what we're not doing is we are not 
stirring up these heavy duty emotions of guilt and shame and, and frustration, which will in turn only, I have to apologize. Hold on a second. That was an EMT. Thank you very much, ambulance. I hope they get to the place they need to be on time. In Jesus' name, amen. But if you, if, if they are walking around with this guilt and the shame and this, and this distress of this chocolate that they ate, then all it's going to do is exacerbate the problem, <laughs> not the chocolate. The chocolate won't be the problem. The cookie won't be the problem. The chip won't be the problem. What will be the problem? The emotions that are carried along with what you just did, with what you just ate, with how all of those negative emotions that it just, it will just, it will just over flow and cause because the body works in conjunction with itself it will cause so much more damage and then cause the stress level to go higher and then cause the blood sugar to go higher this is why i have my my clients do food journals food and mood journals they need to talk about how they felt when they ate the food, what they ate, whatever it was. I don't, you know, I literally, I don't care. I just want to know that they're eating their macros, right? I do care. Let me take that back. I care immensely what they're eating because we're trying to heal something or we're trying to lose weight or whatever it is. But what I care most about is how they're, how they're emotionally handling the situation once they eat the thing, or if something occurred before or after that has caused them to not be able to be mindful with how they're eating or how they're able to enjoy the food. Are they able to enjoy the food? Can they be thankful? Gratitude is the biggest way. You give thanks to God every time when you eat your food because you're thankful for the provision that was made. And those things make a difference. But if there is a stress cloud around that person while they're eating, while they're handling, if the family, now I'm, this is kind of, I, I'm kind of jumped around and I didn't mean to, cause I wanted to stay on several different points, but I guess if this is just going to be the way it is for right now, I'll come back. I promise. I think if those things are bombarding you, then it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if, if you're eating the healthy thing or the unhealthy thing, will your blood sugar go higher? Yes, if you're eating the unhealthy thing, but will it go higher anyway if your stress level is high? Yes, yes, it will. It's going to go just as high either way. And the only the only difference is, in one instance, if it's food, if it's food, then you have somewhat of a control as to the inflammation that will take place, right? But if you're stressed out and you are just, um, you're emotionally just out, out of it, you can't. You know, your family, you're dealing with family who, who maybe frustrated you, upset you, your friends, they're, they're sick or in the hospital and you're, you're stressed out. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, you're, you have to drop your kids off at school and they're being buttholes. <laughs> that is so not, that is just like, whoa, Danielle, you just said that. I can't believe it. Oh, but if they're just being just obnoxious because kids can be obnoxious sometimes then all of those things are going to come into play. If they're being disrespectful to you, you'd put your heart on the line, you're sacrificing, 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 and all they're doing is being dishonoring towards you, you, the parent, that causes a stress level. If you're not careful, yes, you can give this thing to the Lord. You can pray and ask him to help you to stay calm. But if you don't, if you don't stay calm, then those stress levels will rise. And with the stress level rising, your blood sugar will rise. And when your blood sugar rises, it doesn't matter how great you ate before. Outside of the inflammation, 
or the brain fog that takes place. But even with emotional stress, there's a brain fog that takes place. You kind of lose it, right? If you think about it, if you've ever been emotionally stressed, you kind of lose it. You don't know where you are. You're kind of in a haze. You're, you're, you're walking around um, and you don't know where you're going or what you're doing. You're, you're absent-minded. It's almost like when your blood sugar is high. <laughs> Connections, people, connections, connections, folks. Think about this for a second. When you're emotionally distressed, you can't think clearly. You can't, you can't focus. Your brain is in a your brain is in a fog. And then you usually either you find yourself eating a lot or you find yourself not eating at all. Okay. When your blood sugar is super high, your your brain is in a fog. You can't focus. You can't you can't connect in the dots. And and you're you're just either eating, you're eating more to soothe this, this thing. You're thinking that, okay, well, if I just eat some more, then I'll be able to, maybe I'm just like, I'm, I don't have enough food in my system. And then you're, you know, do you see what I'm saying? You see the connection? It's a beautiful one. It's a beautiful one. God made us this way, guys. He made us this way. And it was not a mistake. He did this on purpose because we are so beautifully and miraculously made, but oh, I can go on. It's exciting. All right. So number two of the stress. Hey there, it's me, Danielle, your ketogenic integrative health practitioner. And I understand that you want to start keto, but you were so confused with all these questions, all of these things on the internet, and all of these naysayers. I understand, I get it. If you do not have a proper ketogenic formulaic program, then it is very difficult to follow it and see good results. And sometimes those good results are followed with bad results if you don't have that program in place, those safeguards. But that's why I'm here. I'm your certified ketogenic living coach, and I can help walk you through the progress, this process, and then when you are ready to make it more bio-individualized, and then when you are ready to let it go. I will show you how to utilize the ketogenic integrative, the ketogenic diet to your best and teach you how to let it go when you are ready and you've healed what you've wanted to heal. You don't have to stay on it forever, though it is a lifestyle. You don't have to stay on it forever. If you have any questions about the ketogenic diet or if you want some more information, don't hesitate to click on my link tree down below where you can schedule yourself a free discovery call and we can go over if the ketogenic diet is actually best for you because it's not for everyone, but for who it's good for, it's fantastic for. The description will have my link down below, or you can always connect with me on Instagram, envision underscore whole underscore health. All right, let's talk internal stress. I'm talking sickness, illness, disease. We talked about emotional imbalances along with external stress. So we're going to leave that one with that. But like I said, sickness, illness, disease. Okay. So your internal stress is the same thing as emotional stress. And you're probably thinking, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? Okay. So 
um, I was listening to a podcast once again. It was Stephen Cabral. It was the um, this uh, the Cabral concept, and it was talking about what breaks a fast. And one was um, the glycemic fast. There was the amino. There was the amino acid fast. Uh, um, and then there was the digestive fast. And there is a there's a part, and also there was autophagical uh, autophagical fast. Um, but I'm what this is what I'm talking about right now. So what I'm saying is, stress from sickness or illness or disease will also cause your blood sugar to go high because it is a form of stress. We did talk about how stress does these things, but just to give you more of an idea, um, when you're sick, your body has to go into overdrive to take care of you, which means it's pulling from nutrients that has already been stored in your body. If you have been storing them, you may have been eating at a deficiency for a very long time. And I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying this could be what is occurring. But if that is the case, eating at a deficiency, you're already not eating enough nutrients and, and you're not having nutrients uh, and minerals available to do your body justice. But then when you're sick, whatever you do have stored, it's coming from out of your bones, it's coming from out of your cells to be to be redistributed through the body, through the bloodstream, so that way you can get everything that you need in that moment of sickness or illness. Now that sounds crazy, right? That your body will take from itself, it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. You've heard that saying maybe. Um, but that's what it does. So when it has to do that, it causes a stress on the body because your body is no longer working on overflow or maintenance, but now it's, it's, it's working on, in, on a negative. It's in, it's in the red. <laughs> you know that Black Friday so that the people can, the stores can get back into the black? Um, that's economical terms. Um, so that way they can get back into their a good standing financially for the end of the quarter. That's what we're talking about. Your body is, if your body is already in the quote unquote red, then you're already in a deficit. You are bankrupt. <laughs> you may not be completely bankrupt, but you're heading that way, especially if you continuously eat on a non-nutritive non uh, uh, um, path. And you're not getting your supplements in where you need to, because perhaps you are eating just enough. The the RDA uh, uh, equivalent of what enough is, but that's never enough, especially if you're already at a deficiency. If you're sick, you need more because when you're just getting just enough and still, again, that's never enough. What the RDA is saying is never enough. That's based off of somebody who's in good health and all of the things. But if you just look around this world, um, side note, if you just look around this world, you see that none of us, most of us are not in good health as it is. And we are, we are doing our best, some of us, and some of us are not, but in either, in either situation, we, most of us are not at a, at a, a level of health where we can, you know, go and, and, and just skip and follow these RDA rules, these suggestions. Okay. So, and you probably wonder, well, how would I know? Well, you can always take a hair tissue mineral analysis test to see what your vitamins and minerals look like. Um, I do have a link in my, in my link. I have a link set up in the link tree just for that, because I would love for you all to know um, what it is. So that way you can know how to go further, how much minerals and vitamins you have, if you're deficient or not, that's important because if you don't have those nutrients already in your, in your body, if you don't have enough as it is, and then you become sick 
or unwell or you have a disease, then your body doesn't even have enough to keep you at maintenance. It's going way below. It's digging deep. You know, it's got to dig into that well, the dirt to find the water. And you're in a desert right now. Okay. You're dry. So you need all of those nutrients. So if you are lacking those nutrients, then your body has to go on overdrive. If your body is working on overdrive, then it gets quote unquote overheated. Can you imagine? It's like a car that doesn't have enough oil. You probably heard my my story about my driving my car with no oil. Oh my gosh, talk about radiator problems and and you know and 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 actually it was um it was uh the fluid that I needed for. I can't even think of the word right now. But the radiator cracked, okay? Because I didn't keep enough I didn't keep enough and sufficient fluid in there to keep it going. I didn't keep it going. I didn't keep it going. So I cracked the radiator and then I had to fix it. And that was expensive. So I had to dump the car. You can't dump your body. <laughs> you can't dump your body. If you plan to stay here on this earth, sorry, it's not happening. It's not going to work that way. You're not going to be dumping your body. You need to take care of your body. So if you don't have enough nutrients as it stands, to just be at maintenance level, just every day, everything's okay. You're not sick. You're not ill. You're not dealing with diseases. And then you go on and you have, you're in the sickness and disease realm, which most of us are. You just check the metabolic, metabolic syndromes. You were most likely in it. High cholesterol or rather cholesterol numbers are off whack. You, you listen to the metabolic syndrome um, uh, podcast episode about that and you'll see what I'm talking about. Or, you know, your BMI is uh, way over, you're more than 20 to 30 pounds uh, overweight for your height and all these things. Um, your your blood sugar levels, of course, that's what we talk about all the time, are out of whack. They're over 130 on every, on any given occasion, no matter what you eat. Um, and that's that's being gracious. 130 is being gracious. You know, you we should, you should be between 75 and, and 90, 95. If you're above that and that's baseline, and then you eat something and you go above the 20, you go above 20 points of where you are baseline, then you have a problem. You're looking at metabolic syndrome. You're looking at pre-diabetes. That's not okay. That's not okay. But we were talking about the nutrients, right? We're talking about not having enough nutrients. Well, if you don't have enough nutrients, then your blood sugar it's going to also go high because of the stress that's being placed on the body. Cortisol is humongous. It plays a humongous role. Cortisol, the adenoids, they play a big role on how your body handles and, and, and regulates blood sugar. Yes, insulin comes in. The pancreas, we love the insulin. We love the pancreas. Yay, take care of that pancreas. But don't forget that cortisol stress is one of the biggest if not the biggest <clears throat> reasons that your blood sugar goes way out of balance, it's out of whack. And that is accompanied by stress levels. Well, what can you do? What can you do about this? Wait, we're not done. We have one more reason of the stress of stress, and then we, and that is chemical, okay? Toxins. And you know, I talk a lot about toxins. I talk a lot about toxins, actually, and I'm always talking about Dr. Bronner's and using vinegar for cleaning substances, even though it may stink up your house. And Lydia says that it smells like sausage. And you know what? At first, I used to love the smell of sausage, but the way she said it, it made it sound gross. Like, so it's kind of like, well, I don't want sausage anymore. I'm mopping the floor with sausage, you know? But 
suffice it to say, it's a good cleaning uh, tool. Otherwise, you could use something like Dr. Bronner's if you don't like the smell of vinegar. Even if you add essential oils to it, I, I'm sorry. It just still doesn't take away the smell of vinegar. But we're talking toxins. And why did I mention those? Because those will help you to, to diminish or to have less toxins uh, in your home. Uh, cleaning products and such. Yeah, because I have to clean my house, so I, I have to think about these things. Dishwashing liquid—that's a toxin. It you in every it's about sixty percent of whatever goes onto your skin is automatically absorbed into your bloodstream. There's no filter. It's automatically absorbed into your bloodstream. Sixty percent—that's hardcore. That's a toxin. And if it's not, a, and if it's not something gentle that's going onto your skin. That is going directly into the bloodstream. What is the bloodstream? The bloodstream goes all the way through all the to the circulatory systems to make sure that you are, you know, getting enough uh, life juice to survive. But when that is affected, when that goes through, it goes also to the cells. The cells get affected. The toxins are causing causing the the cells to atrophy, to die, and so then you don't have enough cells to store the the blood sh the sugar that should be shoved into those cells. Or it makes those cells, and this is this is my this is my plain version, guys. You can go look it up in the biology books, but I'm trying to make this as plain as possible for yourself and for me. Um, so, you if it if it doesn't if it gets that far, if you still have the cells available, then the, the cells have become crippled. They can't accept things so easily. They become uh, destroyed or diminished, and it's harder for things to get in. The cell starts to create a hard shell around it because of the damage that has occurred. And then what happens? The blood, the sugar stays in the bloodstream. And the sugar that stays in the bloodstream, when you go and prick your finger or if you're using a CGM, then you will find that your blood sugar is higher. Does that mean that if you are using these chemicals that is automatically, whoo, all of a sudden, blood sugar higher. It's a it's a gradual process, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes these toxins are so hardcore that they are on you like you wouldn't believe, and it's and it's horrible because you're doing your best and you're thinking you're doing everything right. You're eating healthy, man. I'm finally eating healthy, dude. I mean, and give yourself a pat on the back. You know, everybody. You're exercising, you're eating right, and you're still dealing with high blood sugar, and you just want to know why. Why is this happening? You're doing everything, and then you're finally feeling really dejected, stressed out, hello, and disappointed. And then what? Now, I'm talking from a diabetic to diabetic, okay? My diabetic experience, at least in this, in this, uh, in this situation, I can pretty sure that you all can agree with me. When you get to the point where you're eating as much, you're eating healthy and things are still going wrong and your blood sugar is still high. You say, forget it, skip it. Who cares? I'm just going to eat. I mean, if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to and it's still not working, but forget that. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to eat how I want to eat. Then what's the point of me restricting if I'm, if I, if I'm still in the same situation, of, of course, you know, you're ignoring the fact that your brain probably feels clearer and you know, your joints don't hurt as much and, you know, maybe you can walk up the stairs without huffing and puffing and you're, you've lost weight due to it. And maybe you haven't lost weight and that's also okay. That could be a hormonal problem. But nonetheless, if your blood sugar is imbalanced, then your hormones are also imbalanced because your hormones, the stress will all, the cortisol will always take precedence over your hormones. Just so you know, if you're trying to get pregnant and your hormones are out of whack, 
if you're trying to get pregnant and your blood sugar is out of whack, then your hormones are not getting the things that they need. So that way they can help you to create life. And this is not uh, this is not for you to decide. Okay, well, I'm going to keep my blood sugar out of whack so I never get pregnant. This is not a, <laughs> this is not a contraceptive. Your blood sugar is important. It needs to be in balance. That doesn't mean it needs to be a flat line because if it's a flat line, you're gonna you're, it's not good either. It means that your blood sugar needs to be no higher than a certain amount. You want to know how much for you? Let's have a discovery call so we can talk about it. But so we were talking about chemicals, toxins. They fight against your cells. They attack your thyroid. Overconsumption of supplements also can be a toxin. Overconsumption of supplements. Oh my gosh. That's why some of your doctors, you remember I did that, that podcast episode about why do your doctors don't want you to take supplements? Well, some of them say that it's giftig, meaning it's poisonous for you to overeat it. But look, what they're saying is if you're taking supplements, most of them, if, if you're taking supplements, it's one pointless and it's also uh, poisonous. But the only way it's poisonous is if you're overdosing on supplements. And there are ways to know if you are deficient in minerals and vitamins. We talked about this, the hair tissue mineral analysis. The link is in my, the, is connected to my link tree. You can just click on it and get that functional lab test and find out for yourself. A function, uh, an integrative health practitioner will help you read it, and they will tell you what you're de- what you're deficient in. It's an independent lab, so they're not going to be trying to sell you anything. They're just going to tell you what's going on, right? Right. So if you, the doctors may be saying, oh, okay, well, don't take supplements because that's going to make you sick. Don't do that. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Well, the fact is most of us are not getting our seven to nine servings of fruits and vegetables every day and our three to four servings of fish, fatty, healthy, wild caught fish every week. Seven to nine fruits, seven seven to nine servings of fruits and vegetables every day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Some of you are lucky if you eat vegetables once a week, you know, let alone. (laughs) You're like, do do french fries count? (laughs) If that's the case, I've got it. I'm good. I'm doing great. But you know what? You need all you need all of the vitamins, you need all the nutrients, and they're not just in one vegetable. They're not just in one vegetable. Not one vegetable contains all of the nutrients and the vitamins that you need. And that's why. So when the doctors say a tangent again, you know how I get, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. When the doctors tell you that you don't need to take any kind of supplement, well, <laughs> they're not they're obviously not looking at your panels. And I'm not talking about your blood panels, I'm talking about your mineral and vitamin panels. Ask them, well, have you looked at my vitamin and mineral panels? Can you see where I'm deficient? And they will go by the RDA. And you know what the RDA goes on? They go on what is what is considered healthy for the lifespan of people that you're currently in. So the doctors will be looking at things that are based off of the sickest person that have come into their office. And the RDA is only going to give you what is survival that doesn't, that, that's just barely survival. That's not thriving. That's not, that's, that's just enough to live. And some of you, we are all living. If you're not living, you can't hear this podcast, but you're living in deficiency and that's not good. They just tell you as much as you need to be alive, alive guys, alive. That's not, that's not, 
it may seem like that's sufficient then, but it's not because you need a certain amount. And because our food and our and our nutrients and our soil and everything else has been affected by everything else, such as glyphosate and uh, uh, the, the soil that's no longer rich, you know, um, not, not uh, uh, rotating crops, you know, the any other type of genetically modified foods that's going on, all the fake foods that are coming into our systems, all the fake meats in the laboratory, the Franken foods and all those things, then you're really not seeing the nutrients that you need. So when I'm talking about chemical toxins and people are saying, well, um, I, and I do mention supplements because you can overdo it. Some of you are getting more than 10,000 IUs or sorry, 10, yeah, 10,000 milligrams of, uh, of uh, vitamin D more than and some of you guys are getting a hundred thousand and okay. Like, well, I only take, I take it like once a week or whatever. Look, your body needs a certain amount of vitamin D every day, every day, every day. And it doesn't want to be overdosed on it because you, your body does not do it that way. It takes in what it needs at the time through the sun, through supplements. If your food is not enough, if there's not enough sun shining, all of the things. So what I'm saying is this, it's possible to be chemically, uh, chemically, synthetically, naturally uh, uh, stressed by t supplements, but it's very difficult if you're taking it in the right manner in which you would actually need, if you don't know, then you would talk to your integrative health practitioner about it and she or he would help you to figure out what is the right dose for you and they would walk you through it. So that way you can have what you need and not more than, and not too little, just right. But what about, what about if you're underfed in the nutrients, the same thing applies. You're, you're in a, a state of deficiency, so you're not getting enough. So your body is constantly in stress. Dun, da, da, da. Nothing has changed. You're still in stress. So what's happening here? What are you going to do? Because there's only so much that you can do. You're, if your body's constantly in stress, then it's constantly evoking and calling upon the magical cortisol to help fix the problem. But cortisol is not fixing the problem. It's just soothing. It's trying to get a, a problem soothed. The stress level goes high, and that kicks that asks for the glucagon to be broken down into glucose. And then the glucose floats through the stream at high velocity. And then, again... Your insulin has to, your, your pancreas has to release insulin and mop the job. So not only do you wind up with a very high blood sugar, because we're talking about high blood sugar, but then you wind up with a low blood sugar because your insulin has to kick in. And then the insulin, the wonderful, the wonderful hormone that it is, causes a hypo feeling where your blood sugar is too low. And then what do you do? You repeat the cycle, stress. You start eating crummy or you eat crummy because you think, oh my gosh, oh, I'm going to die. So you grab the orange juice that has, that has no, um, that has no pulp in it. You grab the orange juice that is like way more than what you, way more juice than you would get in one, uh, when in one orange by itself, it's like the equivalent of maybe seven oranges in that glass that you're drinking right now, spike that blood sugar, everything's everything that will do it. If you're wondering what will do it, that'll definitely do it. Now, if you're in a coma, if you're in a comatose situation where you need to uh, bring up your blood sugar quickly, I mean that is a way. You know, people have also offered hard candy, but this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about high blood sugar. What's happening? Even though you are eating healthy, why is this happening to you? Now you know. We talked about it. We talked about healthy food, 
may be causing you um, inflammation, which can cause blood sugar to go up because your blood sugar wants the, your, the cortisol is going to try to fix the problem by soothing you with the glucose. Okay. We talked about the, the possibility of f- horrible ingredients, fake ingredients, all these ingredients that don't make sense that's supposed to be in a quote unquote healthy snack that you purchase. We talked about stress. All these things are going to come into play and they're going to affect how your blood sugar is handled. Now, if you need help in regulating your blood sugar and your doctor, you can't get it from your doctor, your nutritionist doesn't have time. They're giving you just a a list of things to eat. And that's cool, man. That's cool. But if you need somebody who's going to walk you through this, well, I have reversed my type 2 diabetes. I was diabetic for eight years. I used the ketogenic diet to do it. But that doesn't mean that you have to follow the ketogenic diet. I would work with you to see which is best for you. We would look at your A1C. We would look at your blood your blood levels. We would start you off not on keto, but on actually an elimination diet if you didn't take a, a food sensitivity test. But now I'm like giving away all my secrets, but it's okay because it's not a secret. I want you to know what to do. So these things are not, there's not really anything DIY to tell you. And the reason why is this, everything I'm telling you is things that you can look out for yourself. How do you know whether or not your food is causing you inflammation? After you eat it, give it about 30 minutes to an hour and test your blood sugar. If it went above 20 points, firstly, I apologize. First, take the baseline, right? Take your blood sugar before and then give it an hour and then take your blood sugar after you've eaten that thing. If it's gone 20 points above, 20 points above, what your baseline was, then you know that thing is causing you inflammation. It's going to spike your blood sugar. You're going to have to make a choice as to if that thing is for you right now, right now. It can be later. Once you cause, once you, once you are able to get your cells to become sensitive, once again, to carbohydrates, I can leave you with that, but you could do it yourself. It's not that hard. It just takes a lot of dedication and, and attention and that's okay. Maybe you want somebody to walk with you through this. I can do that for you. But even if you don't, that's what you can do on your own. You can look at the foods that cause inflammation. I gave you the website. I gave you the website, and I'm going to leave the link down below. What foods cause inflammation? But I did mention four. Four, and those are. The, if you look at those, they all make sense as far as what causes inflammation. The the top, the most inflammatory foods, which is sugary drinks, sodas, for example, juices, processed meats refined oils, processed oils, polyunsaturated fatty acid type oils, omega-6 high uh, and rich uh, oils or foods, and white flour. And that doesn't end it, but those are the main things. Okay. So now you know, you can know what to avoid all by yourself. Are you going to continue to avoid these for the rest of your life? Some things you can, you can let go of because they're just not a health food. They're not going to help you at all. But then there is the good, better, best. There is a time for when you can choose the not yet or yeah, I'm going to do this. And so you have to keep that in mind as well. What else? We talked about stress. There are tips. I leave tips on my Instagram free, how to de-stress. I leave tips on my Facebook coaching page, a Hinma coach membership free. So that way you can do it. There are there are plenty of articles out there so you can learn how to do it. If you need to pray your partner and you don't want to talk to anybody else, well, I'm here. That's part of my, my coaching program. Okay, so 
you can, there are plenty of things that you can do by yourself. And then there are things that I can help you with. So we talked about stress, family. We talked about internal stresses, sicknesses. Well, we can help rebalance your body so that way you no longer are sick or you're no longer ill. I'm talking about chronic diseases. But if you feel like you want to do this yourself, you can always get on the line, get a free discovery call, see what I can do to help you, or get a free path, a free, um, I want to say cart because that's, that's Dutch, but I mean a map. You can use, I can give you a, a, a map so that way you can decide how you're going to do this yourself. You can do it yourself. I always advocate for doing it yourself, but when doing it yourself is, seems too hard or complicated, well, then that's what other people are for. People who have studied to do this thing, that's what it's for. That's what we are for. That's what I'm for. Chemical toxins. If you're trying to figure out what things are poisonous, you can always go to ewg.org to figure out the things that are that are chemical toxins. And then that will help you to decide what you're going to use and not use. And it's a great website and it's free. It's free. But if you need a little bit more help about your supplements or your nutrients or your vitamins, then you can always, again, get a hold of me through the free discovery call. So with this, all of this being said, I think this is so awesome. I have gone a little bit long, I realize, and I'm not, I'm, I don't apologize because I think this is so good that it's worth having every minute of this. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram, which is in, at envision underscore a whole underscore health, or you are also more than welcome to jump on a free 30-minute discovery call so I can talk to you about what is going on in your life, how we're going to get yourself rebalanced and back to a better state of health. Because there's no point of walking this alone where people don't understand you. They don't know where you're coming from. They've never had diabetes. They don't know the struggle. And it's okay if there are people who are willing to help you and they don't know the struggle and they're still willing to help you. But when you have somebody who has walked those steps and have done those things and have felt those feelings and just wanted to give up and eat the whole chocolate cake, it helps you to breathe a lot better. That's it for today. Again, if you have any questions, contact me. Don't hesitate. Don't let, do not let tomorrow be too late. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me here at Type 2 Take 2. It's been a blast and I can't wait to talk to you all next time. Bye. Thank you very much for joining us here at Type 2 Take 2 Diabetes and Health Podcast. We do want to remind you that we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. So if you have a question that is medically grounded, please contact your provider so that way they can give you the best information that they have. However, if you have any questions concerning your health or how to get to the root cause of your problem, feel free to message us and we'll be glad to assist you on your journey to a brighter and happier, healthy life. Once again, we are not doctors. We cannot treat. We cannot diagnose. And we certainly cannot cure, but we can surely help you get to where you want to be healthfully. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day.